0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to beauty school. Bobby today. I'm here with Maddie Enos or at color by Maddie on Instagram. As some of you may know her, she's super Instagram famous. So I'm <laughs> so excited to talk to you today. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So I want to start with you. Um, just kind of talking a little bit about your social media success over the last year. So I have watched this progression. I have a lot of friends that, um, you actually do their hair, mm-hmm. um, and Knoxville is a small town. So I've known of you for like a while. Mm-hmm. Um, But I've watched you slowly get um, like Instagram famous. You went viral a little bit. Um, And so I want to talk to you a little bit about how that happened. So what can you attribute that success to and that growth to over
1: the last year? Honestly, I feel like social media was one of the things for um, this was last year, 2021, that I really wanted to build a platform on just because I wanted to network. I knew that I eventually wanted to teach classes. Um, So really it was not only for clients. I pretty much had a steady clientele at the time. Um, Still do, which I'm very thankful for. But mine was more so to connect with other stylists just around the world, really. Um, I just wanted to connect and get to know people and... um, more so just for teaching and networking with other stylists. That yeah. was my main focus. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, taking photos, things like that, I kind of just set my game up. I took a photography class, several, um, did some stuff, just YouTubing, just figuring it out. Um, I wanted to, I just wanted my pictures to stand out more. Uh-huh. Um Reels is a whole nother story. I'm working on that. But <laughs> as far as like just photos in general, just um I think what really helped me was learning how to use my camera and learning how to take the perfect like scroll stopper shot.
0: Yeah. I know your photos. Like I mm-hmm. know before I even see, like on my Instagram, like I won't even look at like who it is but I know your pictures um and even though there are tons of different girls like different hair like there's not like oh this is the one way it's just there's something different about your photos and it does stop you um I think it's really interesting that you realize that that was the thing that you needed to do Mm -hmm. um and so in connecting with people and networking I mean obviously that's super important for this the next you know step of your career and what you want to do and we'll talk about that in a second but I do think it's so interesting that you were like, it's the pictures, it's the photos that we need. So what led you to that? Like, how did you kind of know that that's what you needed to change? So I've just,
1: all the other stylists that I follow on Instagram, I noticed that they had a, a lot of their photos were like trademark. Like I could tell it was their photos. Like you were saying, like when you see my photos. Mm -hmm. Um, so I knew that I just kind of had to find my own, my own style. Mm -hmm. Um, because I wanted people to know that was my work. You yeah. Know? So um, I think just kind of following along and just trying to figure it out for so many years, and finally just like it clicked. You know, I was just like, okay, this is my style. This is what people are, seem to really like. This, and I really like it as well. So it's a win-win.
0: Yeah. So how do you get your um, guests to be ready for that? Do you prep them before they come in and say, hey? I'm going to do this look, and I know that you kind of have an idea mm-hmm. of what you're going to do before you've at least talked to the client um, before to kind of know what they're going to do. Do you say, hey, come in, make up ready? Um, or are you like, hey, we're going to do that here? How does
1: that work? So um, it's funny you say that, because I feel like a lot of people are like, are all your clients like models? Like, how do they ask that question a lot? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you have people come in ready and things like that? You know, a lot of my clients, um, I've just had for a really long time and they just kind of know, like they kind of know the drill, Mm -hmm. you know, we kind of take photos and, um, they know what to wear. They know they just, it's more so like an organic thing that comes from them. Yeah. Um, that just matches like, they know like what I want out of the photo and it's fun for them. Mm -hmm. Of course I wouldn't just like tell anyone, like I don't message all my clients ahead of time and tell them, Hey, make sure you do this, this, and this, you know? Yeah. Um, If I want to have a specific content day and because there are days I don't take photos at all, you know, like sometimes I'm just I'm not in the mood. I don't know. It's just a busy day. It's just not Uh just not there that day. But um, if I feel like I I really want to focus on content, um, I will ask some of my clients that are comfortable in front of the camera. If they want to come in, like I'll come in on like my day off, like I'll come in on a Monday or a Sunday or Saturday, whatever. I'll come in and of just do a shampoo blow dry on color that i've already done and i'll ask them just to come ready and they'll do photos for me
0: that's awesome yeah Yeah, and one of the things that i think is so special about what you do is you just definitely have this eye in this way with the camera like it's so clear um and i'm so excited for everyone to check out your instagram page because i think they'll know if you're listening right now like go check it out so you know what we're talking about but um you make the girl the women um that you photograph Looks so beautiful and they feel so beautiful. And so the really cool thing that I love seeing is seeing your clients posting your work um mm-hmm. they feel so good and it'll be on their feed um and I know I'm talking specifically about my friends I that come like their you profile picture yes. and I'm like oh they do like that you that's got to
1: make you feel
0: so good does, like that's
1: really what it's all about at the end of the day you yeah, know
0: that they're sharing it too like you're yeah. making them like look beautiful beautiful physically but also like there's there's something mental about it too where they're like oh, oh I sure. feel so confident in this photo and I feel like I look so good and I'm gonna share it and I'm mm-hmm. gonna be like color by Maddie, and I think that that has to be a lot of at least how you've grown um in the last little bit in Knoxville like Mm -hmm. I think so much of those photos and I mean you've done a lot of like contests and stuff um I think too and you Mm -hmm. won didn't you win something the one
1: shot or I was nominated last year okay yeah and that really helped and that turned things around for me too just to be like okay I want to be like my work was seen and that made me feel Good about it, but I just felt like I needed to step up. And that was
0: behind the chair, right? That was Mm -hmm. the behind the chair contest. I think that's so cool because you guys went and traveled and, like, went Mm -hmm. to the
1: actual awards show. It was in Austin last year. They've had them for quite a few years, but that was the first one I had went to because I was nominated. Um, And then so like my friends were nominated too, so we all went together and it was a really fun experience for sure yeah i think
0: that there's something to be said about getting around other silas like oh, yeah. obviously like i said knoxville is a small town um and even though there are so many people that are doing this there is something about mm-hmm. leaving our little bubble and going out and Definitely. taking classes with or just being around like that energy because um, it feels different and it's probably people that are so similar to you like the people that are standing out in their mm-hmm. s- small town or wherever in and when everyone's
1: together collectively i think it's just like a different experience it really is and btc is definitely like a community that makes you want to level up you know you want to do better you want to because they make it they care about everyone they care about all the stylists and they definitely can tell who's putting in the hard work and they you know they post your work and things like that. And everyone sees it. So it's just a nice thing to have.
0: Yeah. Well, we actually posted on our Instagram or I posted on my Instagram page before we recorded. Mm -hmm. And this question goes along with what we're talking about now. Mm -hmm. But um, I had somebody ask like your tips for somebody that is kind of just jumping into social media as a stylist. Mm -hmm. Um, Where would you tell them to start or what tips can you give for them?
1: Um, like a new stylist or just in general, yeah, like, like
0: somebody that's new, like building their clientele,
1: um, maybe like a, under a year, um, in the industry. Um, so I feel like if your focus is to build a clientele, um, it kind of goes the same as if you were trying to network with other stylists, like I've been doing, um, lately, but I feel like just post the work that you, that you want to see in your chair, um, so, you know, you'll have your select few clients, um, even if you don't have many clients. I think it's important to use the clients that you have to help spread that um, that image of what you want to see more of, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like just constantly taking photos um, and maybe doing like a photography class, maybe using a camera. Um, th- it, everything's just so competitive out there. And I feel like if you just take a photo. Now, I have friends that take a photo like... They can take phone snaps, and they look so good. But I think editing is a big thing, um, just learning all those tips and tricks, and which we teach in our classes too. Um, and then also just not being scared to reach out to people. Um, I think reaching out to clients that have sat in your chair before and asking them to refer, um, to refer their friends and family is – I think that's important. I don't, I don't think that it's embarrassing by any means. I think that it's you know, when that's your goal, I think that's what you have to do to get it.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned this new business that you started and mm-hmm. I was so excited when I saw that you guys were doing this because you're now um, out on your own um, mm-hmm. at a salon called Maine & Co. Um, in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you are independent, um, but still working in a salon environment that um, if if just anyone came in, it would feel like a salon. They don't kind mm-hmm. of, they don't know maybe there's so much behind the scenes that you
1: are right. out on your own and stuff. They it don't feels know everyone. like, does their own thing. You yes. Know, they kind of just all work together.
0: It feels like a, a normal, traditional yes. salon. Um, but you have branched out even since then. Um, so tell me about this new business um, that you've started and what you all are doing with
1: that. So two of my best friends that I met, um, I guess last year we went to a class together. And I work with one of them. I work with Danny. And then Julie lives in Cleveland, Tennessee. So um, not too far away, but just far enough away to not get to see her too often. But um, we They originally were going to teach classes, I think, in 2020, and then COVID happened, whatever, so pushed it back, and then um, they asked me if I wanted to do it with them, and so we started, we named it Foiliage Entourage, um, the tour, and so basically we're just traveling um, all over the U.S., I think up until November, um, every month, some months, twice a month, just to... Um, share everything that we know, and hopefully to help people behind the chair.
0: Yeah, I think that's so awesome. So what is kind of in your class? Is it color techniques? I know that you had mentioned that mm-hmm. it will be some like tips for how to get like the perfect
1: photo and all of that stuff.
0: What else is covered in those classes?
1: So we all do color. Um, mainly, I usually do more of like the blonding, like more like the bright blondes, things like that. Cause that's just kind of what I started out specializing in and what I really enjoy. Um, Danny and Julie both do, I guess we all do blonding um, and just different things, but theirs are a little more like lived in like brunettes. Um, But we, mainly we just all do color. Um, It's three of us doing color at the same time, so it's kind of a lot. Oh, fun! But it keeps it interesting and um, it keeps it, there's always something going on, you know, for someone to watch and pick up on. And we all do things so differently, so we thought it would be nice just to show like, This is how I do this. This is how she does this. And this is how she does this. You know, it's all very different, but there's so many like tips and tricks to pick up because there's three of us doing it. Um, And then we also will show them how once our clients are done, we'll show them how to how we would take photos of them, um, like what camera we use, any questions that they have as far as photography or editing or anything. So we're just kind of an open book. That's so
0: fun. I love that. And I know, I think it's so good for you to be able to step out away from behind the chair, um, just to like mix up your day, mix up your yeah. career a little bit. So
1: how long have you been um, graduated from beauty school? So I graduate. I thought about this the other day. <laughs> um, I graduated beauty school in 2013 I believe.
0: Okay so we're like nine years out. Mm -hmm. Okay now do you feel like you have felt any kind of burnout up to this point that you were like okay I need to go do something different or was it just kind of like naturally it has happened that you're like okay I want to teach. Has that always been something like
1: how has that felt for you? I feel like I have a burnout like every few months um, just because I put so much on myself. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then I have to take a step back and reevaluate, but it's not really that I I, I think I do it to myself. I like I said I just overdo it, but um, I'm always looking for like a creative outlet in the in the business in the industry. But teaching has never teaching was never really on my radar um, earlier on because it terrified me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I hated. I'm just kind of the person that's like um um. <laughs> so I'm just I don't know. I was never really good at that, um, and I always just. Got way too, I don't know. I guess way too in my head about it, um, but I that's something I really wanted to do because I wanted to help people. So I think once I got past the whole like, it's okay if you humiliate yourself because you're helping people, and right. at the end of the day, that's that's the most important thing. And people do take a lot from that. And I think, um, I guess the past. I started out at Salon Aquarius um, in a commission salon, and I was there for, I think, like seven years. Um, Shannon was a wonderful mentor to me, and he helped me so much. I seriously believe I would not be where I am today without him. But, um, you know, at that time, I think the biggest thing for me was just building a clientele, just trying to be the best I could be where I was at and with what I was given at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew that later on, I may want to teach classes. It always sounded fun. It always sounded like an idea, but I just never knew when that was going to be that I would get there. you know? so um I think I met the right people at the right time and took the opportunity, and now it's just, It's just so much fun.
0: I think that's so cool. And like I said, I think the more connections that you can make, like I need that energy. Like I crave that Mm -hmm. so much. Like, and I love meeting new people. And like we said, just being around other stylists, like you come back better, like no matter what, like not only are you going to meet people that are doing really fun things in the industry. And I think it's, it's really awesome to be able to talk to people about Mm -hmm. that and be like, wait, what are you guys doing? Like, what do you like? I think that's awesome. But I do think that there's just something to be said for like getting that energy and bringing it back. Because when you're just, as busy as you are Mm -hmm. um because i know you are like back to back to back it can kind of feel like okay this is all i'm doing Mm -hmm. like all day every day i'm sitting behind the chair and i'm you know and that's what i'm doing even though there's so much more that goes into it it can start to feel just routine and so i think what you guys are doing is so cool not only sharing the awesome knowledge that you have but also just kind of like refeeding like what you need to kind of move on to yeah absolutely i think that's awesome now are you specialized where you are because i know where you were working when you were at aquarius like you were specialized. In color mm-hmm. what are you doing now that you are out on your own
1: um now I do uh same thing I do color um I'll do like a trim from time to time but I definitely wouldn't consider myself like a haircutting expert yeah <laughs> um just because I never did it before but um I'm doing the same things so that's just by choice yeah um at Aquarius at the time we didn't we um you specialized. you either did color or cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just always knew that color was more important to me and that's what I wanted to do. So even if I could go back, I don't think that I'm really that interested in haircutting.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So you're kind of doing the thing that you love. And I think that mm-hmm. this is definitely an industry that allows you to do that. I think that you can kind of, there are definitely students that I see at the school or Silas that I've met mm-hmm. that are like, I love doing it all. And it keeps it exciting. But then I meet people that are like, no, I just love this. I'm really, like, you're so talented at it. So you really get to kind of, like, hone your craft a little bit more. And so everyone's a little bit different. Like, I feel like it's just such a a personal preference because I know even where you're working, there are people that do it all. There are people, like, everyone kind of gets to do, like, some are just doing extensions. Some are doing color and extensions. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's cool that you that you get to mix mix that up. So tell me a little bit about how you got started in the industry. When was, like, the first memory that you have of being, like, oh, I want to do hair when I grow up?
1: Um, I feel like I've always known I wanted to do hair. Um, I know that's a lot of other hairstylist stories as well, but um, I kind of just grew up in the industry. You know, my mom does hair. My aunt does hair. Um, I have cousins that do hair, and it's just been a part of my life for so long that I, I think I just picked up on it early on, knowing that, like, I wanted to be in the beauty industry. I wanted to do this. I wanted to make people feel good about themselves, and I wanted to... Um, I really was always interested in color. I love the formulating part. I love the, I love the whole atmosphere of the salon, you know, just growing up in a salon, knowing like that, I don't know, you just, you meet so many friends, um, so many people, it's just always a happy place. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just always wanted to be a part of that, like forever. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things that we say like in admissions or
0: like in my normal job, um, is that you can kind of tell people like, there are some people that come in and they're like, yeah, I've been in it forever. Mm -hmm. My family's in it. And they're like, everyone told me not to do it. Like those are probably the people that maybe have not been as successful, but like Mm -hmm. you just explained the salon in such like a happy, like awesome way that I think like, it just really depends on what you're shown. And I think that it's, speaks volumes to your family mm-hmm. and i know so much of your family that is in the industry and like love them all so much so i think you know you were seeing a very positive successful side of it so it's probably a lot less yeah. scary coming into it and you and you had a ton of support which is almost rare now too so did you take cosmetology in high school i did you did okay where did you go to high school i went to central okay awesome and so you did cosmetology mm-hmm. and then um went on to beauty school what was your beauty school experience like did you come into it like I love like I'm so excited for beauty school or are you like okay I just have to get these 1500 hours to move
1: on to like the next thing that I want to do so I know I feel like a lot of people like hate beauty school <laughs> um honestly I loved it like I loved because that's what I wanted to do you know so anything just to have like a client in my chair you know I didn't necessarily even if I messed them up I would still somehow figure out a way to turn it around to fix it you know what yeah. I mean it was just it was just kind of the challenge of um the, the whole challenge of it, the whole atmosphere, again, just, like, that happy, like, salon atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I saw in it, yeah. anyway. Um, because, probably because I wanted to. Yeah. But um, I think I just thrive in a happy, happy environment, happy atmosphere, busy. I thrive in being busy. Um, I love when it's, like, a little chaotic. There's a lot going on, you know. and yeah. um, Just it was just fun for me. Yeah, I think that's so awesome.
0: And I think you like completely hit the nail on the head. Like it is such a mindset. Like oh, you yeah. have to look for that positive. Like you have to look yeah. for the thing of being like, I've always wanted this. I have to remind students of that sometimes about being like, cause when I meet with them, they're new, they're so excited about everything. Yeah. And then reality hits. And if you don't know what to expect, all of the time, it can be um, a little discouraging. So I think mm-hmm. um, it's so important. I love that you said it's just a mindset. Like, you have to go in and look for the happy and look for the things that, like,
1: you know, you want to do with it and make that happen. Yeah, there's plenty of negative things that go on.
0: Right, for <laughs> You sure. know, in a and soul everywhere, behind yeah, the,
1: behind the closed doors and things like that. But um, I think... If you choose to focus on that, you're just hurting yourself, honestly. Yeah, for sure. that's I think, just normal life.
0: Yeah, and like you said, that carries on. I mean, out of beauty school, in the salon, yeah. you know, I mean, you have to find the things. And you have to be, like, strong enough, I think, to, mm-hmm. like, make yourself not see the bad. I mean, mm-hmm. it's almost like a constant, like,
1: nope, this is what I want to do. This is what makes me happy. Like, you yes. kind of have to be in your head a little bit more, oh, I yeah, think. yeah, like, every, every morning I have to remind myself, like, I'm so thankful for where I am. I'm so thankful for my job. I'm so thankful um that I'm in the career that I'm in, you know, you just have to you just have to be thankful and remind yourself why you're doing it. Yeah,
0: I love that. We're going to take a quick break from the podcast to hear a word from our sponsors. Today's sponsor for this episode is Lead. Lead is the first degree designed with beauty professionals in mind to create future professionals and leaders for this fast-growing industry. Rolf's has partnered with L'Oreal, Arizona State University, and Mesa Community College and is proud to launch the first ever college and university degree designed specifically with beauty professionals. It's time to acknowledge the level of impact beauty professionals have in our lives. Every year, an individual consults with a beauty professional over 48% more than a physician. This is why advancing the accredited education of beauty professionals is our mission. LEAD is shaping the future of beauty by developing the minds and expanding the intellect of beauty professionals who maintain and restore our self expression and well being. For more information, visit leadinstitute.degree today. The folks at Access, L'Oreal's online destination for professional education, are ready to kick off the holidays. Because they love Cosmetology students so much, they're launching a holiday promotion just for you. It's called Hall for the Holidays, and trust me, it's a hall like no other. And what's even better is that it couldn't be easier to participate. So here's how it works. Starting on November 1st, you will log into L'Oreal Access Complete the Hall for the Holidays learning plan, which has been curated just for students so they can learn about different L'Oreal professional hair care and color brands. And then you'll hop over to L'Oreal's Level Loyalty Rewards site and enter to win the ultimate stylist starter kit. 100 students will win the holiday haul containing prizes like a mannequin head, a carbon comb, tint brushes, mixing bowls, super cute capes and aprons, towels, a ton of full-size L'Oreal products, and so much more. Then 10 lucky winners will get all of that plus enough level points to redeem for a nice set of shears or a Dyson hairdryer. Typically, you have to earn points on level by buying L'Oreal products. But with Hall for the Holidays promotion, you have the chance to get them for free. How insane is that? Students will have just until before the end of November to complete it. So make sure you're signed up for both L'Oreal Access and L'Oreal Level Loyalty Rewards Program. More info is on its way, but go ahead and get excited. This is about to be a happy holiday indeed. Now let's get back to the episode. So you were in a commission salon um, for a few years, Mm -hmm. um, or a lot, like five years, right? Or maybe more, okay, awesome. So in the commission salon, um, getting education, growing your clientele, Mm -hmm. like you said, Shannon is so incredible and so Mm -hmm. amazing. So learning um, from him as well. When did you decide that going out on your own was, you know, the thing that you were ready for? How did you know when when that time, because I know a lot of people listening or watching are maybe Mm -hmm. at that point of saying, like, am I ready? What is the next step for me? When did you know that that was the right time? I I would say,
1: like, year five. um, I probably knew, like, okay, I'm very comfortable here, um, which was a great feeling, but also a feeling of I don't want to. I don't want to stay here. You know, I don't want to stay in this comfortable place that I'm in, um, and not continue to grow. Um, and I think, like I said, being so nervous to do all the things that I wanted to do that I, I knew eventually I wanted to teach classes and, um, reach out and just get out of my own little bubble and meet new people. Um, that terrified me. So I think I stayed there probably a little longer than I should have. Um, but I think everything happens for a reason. I think I was there, um, Because I needed to be there at the time. Um, I definitely would not have been ready to go out on my own right out of beauty school. I really don't know how people do that. And I really admire those people that have really made something out of themselves. Because that just seems so terrifying to Mm -hmm. me. But I think I just knew I was ready when I was too comfortable.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I just knew I wanted to be uncomfortable. I wanted to... um, I was willing to do whatever it took to get to the next chapter in my
0: life. Yeah. so what was that transition like for you? Um, how did you find Maine and company? and like how did you um, decide that that is where you wanted to go? and then um, I guess just kind of talk to me a little bit about what mm-hmm. that was like for you and what it's like now being in that salon.
1: So I met um, like I said, I met Danny um and Danny works with me as well. I met Danny. um we went to a class together when I was still at Aquarius. I think it was like in February or March of twenty twenty one. And she worked on her, she was out on her own. She had, like, kind of missed the salon atmosphere, but um, didn't really know where to go. And we had talked about, we knew Alex. Um, Alex was at one of Danny's classes. Danny did a class here in Knoxville. I don't remember when, but in 2021. And um, I just started talking to Alex a little bit about, um, I don't know. I think I was just curious. So I was asking her questions like, what's it like to be on your own? Because she's been on her own since she graduated beauty school. Mm -hmm. So um I think just talking to her and then d- meeting Danny and realizing like okay I I think I think I'm ready to be on my own but I don't know where to go. I didn't want to be by myself. Yeah. So Alex said she was opening up a salon um and she would love to have me. And I was like, okay, well, if I come, I have to bring my best friend Malcolm with me. Um, that worked with me. We met the first day of beauty school. So we've been oh together like ever since.
0: That's so awesome. I love that. <laughs> so I was that. like,
1: Malcolm, pack your bags, we're going. We're going to <laughs> we're going to Alex's salon. And he was just like, What? <laughs> he came. Um, he came the same time I did, maybe a couple weeks later. But um, I think I just I s- saw an opportunity I just took it. Yeah. I didn't really think about like Oh, well, if I hate it, I hate it. I don't, I just didn't care. I was just so ready to, like, do something new mm-hmm. that I didn't, I didn't put too much thought into it other than, and Danny wanted to go somewhere, too. So I was like, okay, well, I can get Danny and Malcolm here. Yeah. We'll be good. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Um, they're definitely some of my be- my very best friends, and I'm so happy to be able to work with them every day. Um, I love Alex. She's one of my favorite people in the world, and i Definitely feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be.
0: Yeah. What do you think the biggest benefit for you the biggest change has been going um, out on your own? Um, what is something um, that you, like, love about
1: it? I think just the freedom to, you know, I've never really been great at following rules. <laughs> it's just honestly just how it's always been. I I will, but... I'm always, like, the person that's like, but why? Mm -hmm. But, like, why do we have to do it that way? (laughs) So I think just having the freedom to do whatever I want and not have to worry about offending someone or overstepping, um, just things like that. I think the freedom is the number one thing because, I mean, sure, it's still hard. I think it's hard either way, I think. I don't think it got easier for me when I left, but I don't think it got harder. I think it's just different. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, having at first I was booking all my own appointments, um, trying to set my pricing, like my, uh, like my price list or whatever, um, trying to um, figure out my schedule, not to overwork myself to death, things like that, you know, because you can choose all that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard. And very, I'm very indecisive anyway. So I'm just like, is this the right thing? I don't know. But luckily, I had a lot of people that helped me and like guided me through that. But I think, um, I think the freedom is probably just unmatched. Yeah. What's your schedule now? Um, I work, well, my set schedule is Tuesday through Friday. Um, I work on Mondays a lot and I work Saturdays a lot too. Um, just again, like when I do like content days or just to fit a few extra clients in that maybe couldn't get in with me um, or had to reschedule. I'm that's my set schedule is Tuesday through Friday, but yeah. I feel like I'm always working.
0: Yeah. Are there any downsides? To, is there anything that you're like, I miss this about the commission salon or are you just so happy with where you um,
1: are? I think I miss the people, you know, for sure. I definitely miss Shannon. I miss, I miss, I think I, I think I just miss like the people. I don't really miss like I just don't feel like it's necessary for me to be commissioned anymore, but um I definitely just have the memories and miss them, but other than that, um I think everything is where I wanted it to be. Yeah. Now
0: that's awesome and then having the freedom too to go out and have a separate business it, it yeah. works with what you're doing but it's yeah. also not like oh i have to ask if i can go or ask if i can have yeah. like you're completely in control of of kind of where you take your mm-hmm. career and i think that that is the thing i think that is most attractive to people that are thinking about going out on their own um we talk about this all the time on the show but i think that there is this there's a hybrid version of a salon and i think you all are doing it and you all are doing it really well or alex is, is doing mm-hmm. that and i think you're such For an important sure. piece of that that. But I think that that is the direction that things are going, because I think that putting people in this industry who are, um, you know, living outside the box always, like, that's just who we all are. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that is what this industry attracts. Like, it's really hard to put people in that box. And I think um, whether it was from COVID or whatever the story, I think that the mm-hmm. industry was going that way. Anyways, I think that just pushed a lot of people to say, you know what, I'm ready to do this. And it's, it's definitely not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Some to be people need that like that structure. structure. And yes. I did at one time. You right. know, I felt like
1: even though I was a very, very rebellious when it comes to rules, I knew that I needed that structure because I trusted, you know, I trusted um, the people that I was working with. I trusted Shane and I trusted those things to fall into place and to be better for me. And they were, you know, but I think later on I realized, OK, now I have all this. I think I can do it my way now. I think I can be my own brand. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what it's about. Is like, you know, you it's hard to be your own brand when you're working for a brand. Mm-hmm. You can't really, and that's that's any that's just in any career, or any like industry. You know, you can't. It's hard to promote the brand that you're working for and be your own separate brand at the same time. Like you said, like the hybrid, having a hybrid salon where you can do that. You know, I can be. I'm I'm not expected to just be main and co and mm-hmm. that I think just that mindset in general works wonders for people because they don't feel stuck.
0: Yeah. Well, and I also think like you're doing it well also in that you're not alone in a room. I think that's another thing that just everyone's so different. Yeah, exactly. And I would like struggle so hard being in that situation and be like, who am I talking to? I can't just talk just my client. Like, it's fun that I'm sure you all have interactions um, with other stylists too. And so you still have those bonds and you still have those relationships and you're lucky because you brought your besties with you. But, um, I think that that's something that's really special too um so one of the other questions that I got um on Instagram is what's your favorite color
1: (laughs) is this your question (laughs) my favorite color um you know it really just depends on the day does it change a lot (laughs) it changes a lot I gravitate towards bright colors like in other aspects of my life, but, like, my clothing choices are always just very neutral and dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but, honestly, I feel like pink has always been my favorite color. Yeah. I don't wear it a lot. I mean, my phone case is pink. Yeah. Just to show everyone. I do like pink. <laughs> I'm not just full that of shit. That is the
0: brightest thing on you, for sure. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, I think my, my like in, like, in my home, like, I love, like, bright colors. But on me, I, yeah. you can probably always catch me just in dark. But, um, but I do love pink. Do you like doing, like, vivids and, like, bright hair colors? Do you like doing, like... I used to. Yeah. Um, And then I think it just kind of... That wasn't really, like, the clientele I wanted to attract anymore. Just because it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of... um, It's just very different, you know. Um, Carly that I work with, she does a lot of vivids. I don't know if you know Carly or not. But she... um, I love watching her do them, but like, do I miss doing that? No, but like, I just, I think I love watching, I think anyone in the salon when she's doing any sort of vivid colors in the salon, people are always like, Ooh, I can't wait to see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like fun. Um, yeah. So I think, I think I like watching it, but I just don't, I don't really like to do it now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so the other question that I got, um, is, and I'll tell you who this is from, like after, cause it's somebody that like, I know that loves you and adores you, but, um, what is your greatest inspiration and how are you so perfect was the follow up to that. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: What is my greatest inspiration? Um... Honestly, I feel like my clients have been my greatest inspiration as far as just being so loving and so like, like they look up to me so much and they're always like any picture I post, any story that I post, you know, they're always like, even if it's not words, it's like hard eyes, you know, like they're always like sending me stuff that's just so encouraging. And I'm like, do you all really think I'm this cool? (laughs) It's just, I don't know. It just lifts you up when you build friendships with, um, People that you would have never met unless they were sitting in your chair. But, um, Second part, why am I so perfect? That's not true.
0: (laughs) I know that you are looked up to a lot. And I think that um, I'm really excited to watch your growth from even just this exact moment to where you're going to go. Because I do think, um, you know, Knoxville has a way of kind of like, there are people that are really popular in the hair industry and it kind of like will change and mix up and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And I think that we are in a season of a change. um, Mm -hmm. And I think that you are somebody that is definitely going to stand out. And I think that what you're doing doing to level everyone else up I don't know if that's something that you've ever thought about before but I think um, just even I know this is so crazy it's so like I'm still getting used to talking about this this Mm -hmm. stuff as if it's like real life I mean it is real life but like it's so crazy to me that this is how it works but like your photos right like you leveled up everyone else's game as well like people watch and like I said it's a small community here but you know okay now I'm seeing other people being like oh photos are important and I've got to step up my game too. So because of my position in the industry, I get to see a lot of different people Mm -hmm. that even maybe you don't see or you don't know that are Mm -hmm. following you, but there are a lot of people that are following you and watching what you're doing. And I think that Knoxville is so lucky to have you. And I'm so excited to see kind of how you grow through this because I think you're doing it right. And I love like all of the things that you have going on. So um, make sure you follow Maddie um, at Main & Co. You can see her, um, you can follow her. There, but definitely at color by Maddie um that's where they can see um all of your stuff and then does the um foliage entourage today is there a separate Instagram for that as well we or? don't have a separate okay. Instagram so just follow you and mm-hmm. you'll be able to get all of that information so yeah. thank you so much for being with us thank today it was so me. awesome to me like I said I feel like we should have met years ago but I'm happy that happy that we have now and actually had yes. a minute a minute to talk so make sure that you all are following us at Beauty and Sound Network make sure you like this video um, subscribe give thumbs up make sure you are notified when these come out Um, and if you're listening as a podcast give us a five-star review Um, make sure that you're following and subscribing to that Um, and follow me at beauty school bobby and we will see you next time guys Bye. bye